Golf and rock and roll, not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway, don't want no hackers to get my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going, even for a drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on ESPN 1080. Listening to the Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, your host, Holly G, along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B, Rich Bianco, who happens to be two-timing me lately out in Hunter's Creek, caddying and starting and all that stuff Dude. you're doing over there. You're, you're like getting legit, Rich I have, B. I have you, a couple, you got a day job now. What's up with that? I have a couple that? of announcements. Yes, uh... Here's my first thing is a pace of play. Put your name on your golf bag. Somehow get a bag tag and have your name on it and make your tee time. That's the number one rule in golf. You have to make your tee time. Is this a rant from Mr. Bianco, the starter over at Hunter's Creek? And then the good good news is uh, Rio Pinar playing in the little uh, game over there today. And uh, Perry Zoldak. Anybody that knows Perry Zoldak, he made a hole-in-one today, so... uh, uh, make sure you get a drink out of Perry, and uh, he'll he's good for it. So uh, that's his third hole in one on the same hole. How's that? Sweet, 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 sweet. That's uh, that's pretty darn cool. All right, so we got. Uh, a I had a little frost delay Monday oh, out brutal. of concession. Brutal weather, brutal weekend. Were you, were you like looking like uh, you know the abominable snowman yeah, out the, there the, on the, the on the tee when the you were kid, uh, sending everybody uh, off on uh, Saturday and yeah, Sunday? Christmas story, the kid with the little you know yeah, uh, you have the a little, leggings and the whole bit. Yeah, the little just, furry uh, hoodie on. Yeah. I can just <laughs> see it there, Rich B. Hey, it's a little chilly at 6 a.m. Some long it. johns on. Oh man, uh, not even uh, fun. But come on, uh, you're from the you're from the north. Hey, you believe it or not, there's still people out there playing. Yeah, it wasn't me and it wasn't you. <laughs> That's for darn sure. Maybe with a cup of hot chocolate. But um, well, hey, Pebble Beach never disappoints. The AT and T Pro Am, and we talked about it right here last week. Phil was my man, Phil Mickelson. You know, Coming uh, out of his slumber, you his, know, it's, his it's good to mid-winter see slumber. Actually striking the ball. He hit a few good shots, and you could see he was on it. You know, he, he had a couple of low driving shots, and they got close to the hole. And that's just a confidence builder for him. And loving it now. Oh, loving yeah. it when he tees it up, mano a mano with Tiger. And let's face it, okay, best record in the last five years, Phil's got it over Tiger. You think... There's a little influence going on since he's teamed up with Butch. You think he's getting a little inside track on how to beat Tiger? Well, you know, it's the rest of the week. I mean, what's keeping this guy interested? You know, just to get to that tea time on uh, Sunday to play with Tiger? Uh, you know what? It was fun to watch. It was a great round of golf. It Unfortunately, was. Tiger didn't show up. Well, That's, we're going to uh, go to our main man, Bob Herrick from ESPN.com, to get his take on how this all went down with Lefty. Hey, Bob. Hey, how's it going, guys? Fantastic. Um, you know, here he here he comes out of nowhere, shooting the low round, sixty four on Sunday. I think we might have talked about it last week. How maddeningly unpredictable Phil is, and yes, hey, we did. A great a great example of you know. I mean, 
it may not might not have been out of nowhere, but Phil really didn't show us that that was capable. Yes, he shot 65 on Friday on a par 70 course where he had shot 29 for his last nine holes, and then comes out at Pebble Beach on Saturday morning and immediately bogeys the second hole, which is the easiest on the course. Now, he birdied it Sunday and narrowly missed an eagle. But, I mean, just sort of like that 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 up-and-down nature. I mean, he was six strokes back. He was two back at Tiger. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I certainly wasn't predicting him to, to come out and win in the fashion that he did. Great story and a great uh, a great round of golf. It was, it, I think it kind of gave the game a boost the way the way that went down. I think I think it did. And let's face it, I mean Phil is you know very very popular, uh, you know almost Arnie esque with the fans, wouldn't you say? So this this was a popular win, no doubt. And the fact that he was playing with Tiger, uh, second to last group, made it all the more interesting. Obviously, it's a really horrible day for Tiger. I mean to to get beat. 11 shots uh, isn't going to sit well. Uh, you know, he's right in the tournament and ends up finishing nine back. Uh, but I, you know, I will say one thing. It's interesting. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys get it, too. Uh, I get it all the time because of the nature of my job. I mean, lately I've been uh, very, very focused on Tiger. I mean, I've been at all of his events, you know, from when he was sort of making his comeback, Australia, Abu Dhabi, Chevron, now this tournament, and you know, you get a lot of negative n- negativity. Why you write about him so much? All that. I-, I think the ratings for the tournament just point out exactly why there's so much coverage of Tiger. It was the f- it was the highest rated Pebble Beach in 15 years. Really? And that goes back to 1997 when Tiger finished second to Marco Mira. And people say, well, you know, a lot of it was because of Phil. Well, sure, but Phil won three times in that 15-year period, and the ratings were never as high as they were in 97 and again this past weekend. The Golf Channel had its highest-rated show ever just there 90 minutes on Sunday. I mean, it's because of Tiger. And this is what I try to tell people. You know, like him or love him, the guy is what drives the sport, and he's going to going to get that kind of coverage. I mean, nothing evokes the same reaction, not even half. I get, why don't you write about the leader? Why don't you write about the winner? Why don't you write, you know, well, I'm sorry, Charlie, you know, most people don't care about Charlie Wee. No offense to Charlie Wee. You know, I think this is a great example of that. Tiger, uh, people were complaining because of that half-hour delay between Golf Channel and CBS. It was right in the middle of their round. It just so happened that's how it worked out. People want to watch the guy, it's, uh, and that's a pretty pretty good example of it, I thought. Well, not only that, but I think a lot of people had hoped that Mickelson and Tiger would be, you know, the great duel when, you know, Tiger came out. I mean, I think they were hoping it would be sort of another Jack Nicholas Arnold Palmer, don't you think? And, and you know, every time they have a chance to... To you know, go head to head. You know, I, I think you're absolutely right. It, it's it's it just draws the eyeballs. There's no doubt about it. And what's interesting is, you know, Tiger, I believe, is in his 17th year as a pro. The two of them have been grouped together 
in a PGA Tour event, including the World Golf Championship event in China, 30 times uh, now. So that's not even twice a year. And, you know, so in other words, it's rare. It's very rare that they play together. It's very rare that they're going head-to-head. I mean, we've been fortunate to get them together a couple of times. You know, just a couple of years ago, they were paired together in the Masters, uh, the year that uh, Cabrera won and Kenny Perry let it get away. You know, they were uh, several groups in front and both kind of made a run. Um, you know, they've, Phil has been in the same group of Tiger winning a Masters 10 years ago. Uh, but it's been rare. And, and so, you know, I, I think you're right. There's been this want to have the two of them go to, go up against each other. And Phil was clearly, you know, the next best to Tiger for the longest time. I mean, VJ made his, his, um, you know, mark there for a couple of years when he replaced Tiger, but really still had the most consistent run. Uh, but, but getting them in the same group, uh, it's, uh, it's only been 30 times and now the record is 13, 13 and 4. So they've, they've actually, you know, they're actually in terms of their own score against each other when they're in the same group. Yeah, and I do you think though this turnaround has been a little bit to do with Butch uh, now being uh, on Team Mickelson? I don't think there's there. I don't think you can dis, discount that he he has given Phil some tips that Tiger has employed. You know the, the sort of the the things that that help Tiger, uh, you know, maybe have a little edge on his opponents. Yeah, who knew uh, a little gamemanship even uh, sure. when you're going down, uh, you know, in a in a in a medal tournament. You know, I mean, the Tiger Tiger is smart that way. I mean, there have been times where, you know, he'll he'll lag a birdie putt up there and instead of marking it, he'll putt it out. You know, he he, he knows that the that the other guy is then going to have to deal with some commotion. Um, is that wrong? I don't know. I I, I think it's probably smart. Maybe he. He wants to get it over with, you know. Uh, there have been times when, you know, you know, Butch apparently said that Tiger would hit a three-wood off the tee so that he could be going first uh, and making his guy wait a little bit longer uh, in the fairway. Um, there's things like that. But I will say, too, none of that stuff matters. If you know that, if Phil knows that, none of it matters if he doesn't hit the shots. You know, and he hit a lot of great shots on Sunday. I mean, he didn't miss a green on the front. He plays the first six holes and five under. He took advantage of numbers one through seven where you're supposed to score. I mean, he did, he played great. I mean, and then on the back nine, when he had a couple of chances to kind of let people get back into it, he made some really timely long putts. So, uh, good for him. You know, it was a great score, six birdies, an eagle. Um, no bogeys, and I, I hope it means that Phil is going to be more engaged and, and get into it this year. You know, he he won three times in '09, um, and then each of the last two years, uh, you know, it's sort of been you know just one tournament win a year. Obviously, the Masters in 2010, but he didn't take advantage of Tiger's absence. And 41, 42 years old with his ability still is not too late to make a to make a big push and, and to win a bunch more tournaments. And, you know, I'm going to give the uh, tribute a little of this uh, viewers, you know, the, the amount of viewers to no football on Sunday. And for people to have something like that to watch, 
you know, is uh, is a big bonus. And uh, you know, at that venue at Pebble Beach, and uh, I thought it was a spectacular tournament. And uh, the golf course and the celebrities as well. You know, it was fun to watch. There's always something going on. And, uh, and, t- and Tony Romo almost, uh, yeah, speaking you know, of football, there's our uh, football. <laughs> beat the pants off of uh, everybody in the in that last foursome anyway. Rich, that's, that's a really good point. I mean, no football, the venue, people like to check it out. People like to see the, the celebrities, especially on Saturday. But my only, you know, my, my comeback to that in a, in a sense is, it's the same situation last year. Great weather last year for the most part. Celebrities. Bill Murray won the Pro-Am last year. Phil was in the tournament. But the, the um, you know, the ratings were like 2.1. This year they were 5.1. They, they were up That's like 96. Huge. You know, they were up like 96%. They were up, they were up 200% over two years ago when Dustin Johnson won. Well, I you mean, know what? It's so, I mean, I, I, again, I, you're, you're absolutely right. No football is huge, and I think that's another subject for golf is to, to really try to not be going up against it so much. But the reason the increase was because Tiger was up on the leaderboard, and certainly Phil helped. Yeah, no, no doubt you know, about and, it. And Tiger coming out saying that he's going to play in the Honda is going to help the Honda as well. And uh, immediately the uh, radar goes up. Uh, you know, and oh, people... I bet you they're selling a whole bunch of tickets. It, it was a huge boost to them for him to commit early. And, you know, it's good to see him sort of, you know, recognizing that it's, it's a boon to these tournaments when he does it early. You know, he did it for Pebble Beach, too. They, they knew a month in advance. Honda's getting a three-week boost. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's terrific. And, you know, I know we've talked about this before, why he's typically held out. And not announced is because, you know, he got burned many years ago uh, with a commitment. You know, he, he withdrew from a tournament that week, and everybody criticized him. And I've, you know, I've long maintained, you, if if you want him to commit early, you've got to also then give him the right to change his mind. Uh, and that's for the same for any player. They all do it. They all commit and then then withdraw. It happens every week. We just don't hear about it. A guy will, you know, guys will uh, pull their name out on Monday or Tuesday, or maybe the Friday before. After they might have committed weeks prior, and nobody makes a big deal out of it. With Tiger, a big deal is made out of it, and it's unfair because a commitment, as I've said, it's not a commitment like I made you a promise that I'm going to come on the show. You know, it's like you, 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 you know, when you ask me and I say I can do it, you, you sort of trust me to be there and, and not let you down. When Tiger or any golfer makes a commitment to be in a golf tournament, they have to do that. It's procedural. It's required. You have to commit to the tournament by the Friday prior. If you don't do that, if you should decide today, which is Wednesday, that you want to play Riviera, you can't. You had to have done it by last Friday. But it's not binding. It's, not, it, it's sort of like it, you have to sign up for the tournament by a certain date. But if you decide you don't want to play, you're allowed to withdraw. So anyway, it's a long way of saying good for him to do it. Um, hopefully he'll keep doing that. But, you know, if something comes up and he has to pull out of one of these events, he shouldn't get hammered for it either. Agree. And, and um, interesting to see him kind of moving his schedule around, as we've often talked about. What, what are your thoughts on that, Bob? Yeah, I mean, at the 
towards the end of last year, he had said that um, he was going to add uh, at least one new event this year. Um, most of us didn't think it would be what Pebble Beach counted since he had played it six times. And if you look at the schedule, it's hard to find another place for him to do it. You know, Honda made a lot of sense because uh, he lives there now. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a tournament he can drive to. I mean, even if he has a, a long run, the match play, even though Doral is the next week, you know, you could make the assumption that he would have gone home after the match play. He'd be at his house, which is 8, 10 miles away from Honda, probably playing golf or working on his game. And, you know, instead he can just drive to this golf tournament and play the golf tournament. And he throws a little and, bone to Jack Nicholas in the process. Absolutely. You know, he's got, and it's, you know, the, the Nicholas family has a, has a presence with the tournament there, and uh, you know, good good for them. It's great, and uh, he's he's, he's going to play Honda or uh, Doral the following week. But I, I just think it made sense uh, from from the standpoint of accessibility. I mean, if he's got issues issues to deal with with his kids, well, you know, uh, most most parents have to go pick up their kids after work. He can go uh, make him. He can go pick them up on. Uh, uh, you know, after he plays golf on Thursday, that sort of thing. He's not, yeah, he's not out of town. That's, that's we, pressure. Right we don't there. want to get that big violin out for that topic. Uh, yeah, that's one that he's used a lot. Is why he can't play a certain tournament. But you know, yeah, let's give him the little home, crying towel. Yeah, yeah, I, so, I hear you on that. Yeah, it's a welcome, welcome to the real world, Tiger, and in, in parenting. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, before we let you go, Bob, um, we're moving on to the to the Northern Trust at Riviera. Uh, Nick Watney, uh, not in the top of the pack uh, as you picked last week. So, who's your pick for this week? Yeah, he um, he was hanging in there for a little while for me. Um, if, if I could get an award for one round leaders or, 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 or two round guys, you know, you're just a show pony. That's all. You just come right out of the come out of the gate real good. I I, I I think I'm you know I guess I guess it's it's uh, fair to say that I'm I think I'm 0 for six this year. Some of my some of the guys I pick are in there. But uh, they're not win- they're not winning. Uh, but but I've, I I I didn't. Who are you exactly going for go this out- week? I didn't exactly go out on a limb, but I picked Luke Donald. Yeah, all right, um, that's right. Luke's in the field. Luke. And uh, the reason I did was because he got last year. He had one bad tournament. It was Riviera. It was his first tournament after of the year after a long break. But this year he played in Abu Dhabi first, where he finished like forty something. So I figured he got that out of the way. Riviera should be a really good golf course for him, so that's that's why I made that pick. But you know, we can analyze this stuff to death, and uh, you know, uh, as, as great as Phil is, I didn't didn't have him winning last week. It's uh, it's a hard, inexact science picking these things, obviously. That's for sure. Bob Herrick bringing us the best, great insights. Thanks as always, and check him out online, ESPN.com. And uh, on Wednesday, Bob, they can uh, talk to you live. Actually, I've, I've been doing a chat on Tuesdays, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time, and and can I'm they can tw- they tweet I'm you on too? Twitter, yeah, at Bob Herrig. I, I I try to answer a lot of questions there as well. So, um, all so right, feel free. All right, check it out, Bob Herrig, ESPN.com, one of the best in our business. Thanks, Bob, and we'll check in with you next week. Take care. Thank you. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN. 
We will be right back. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Windsor Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. Offer expires 1031-11. We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the Full Release Reverse Grip from Field Golf. The Full Release Reverse Grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The Full Release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. 321-303-9684. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when you shank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holla G. Along with Rich B. And, um, Rich, you know, I was uh, live at the Big Ten Match Play Championship last week. Northwestern, 3 P. Third consecutive year it took home the Match Play Championship. Hey, Luke Donald would be happy about that. That's his alma mater. Hey, listen to you, Mr. Fan. Trivia. How's yes, that? he Useless is. Useless knowledge. Fantastic. So our hat's off to uh, the Wildcats. Uh, my dad's alma mater, and all you uh, Midwesterners out there who uh, were rooting for uh, Northwestern in the Big Ten. And we're going to go to our man Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel. we got a bunch to talk to him about, including how about this playoff, Jeff, five-way playoff with the LPGA on Sunday? Six ways. Six ways, yeah. She, Six yeah, ways. She beat <laughs> five other players. You're right. Jessica Corda. Jessica Corda, um, it, it, it's interesting that, uh, you know, that Melbourne, Australia would be the place where she grabbed her first LPGA victory because it creates a unique family double, uh, in the city. Her dad is, 
uh, you may or may not know is Peter Corda, the former tennis pro, and his only major championship came at the 1998 Australian Open. So, How about uh, that? The, the Corda's own Melbourne. Wow. And, um, yeah, Jessica, in her second year, uh, came out as a rookie uh, in 2011. Uh, got a pretty good little game there. Was, uh, f- I think, finished second at Q School when she when she came on tour. She's just 18, isn't she, Jeff? Well, uh, yeah, she turns 19 at, at the end of the month. But, uh, you know, when we... Uh... When we talk about young players and, and, and kind of a team brigade that uh, sometimes emerges uh, on the LPGA Tour, Lexi Thompson certainly got her share of headlines, but Jessica Corda is barely two years older than Lexi is, and now uh, Jessica has her first victory, and, and she's another one that, that really kind of tore up the junior and amateur uh schedules and so um, another uh, young name to throw into the mix now uh the tour the lpga tour starting its season in fact the next uh, three tournaments well they're all over uh, overseas uh, australia thailand and singapore not till the middle of march do they start things off here in the u.s at the founders club in arizona uh your thoughts on that jeff well it, it's it makes for a little bit of a tough way to get a season going because uh, a, you're starting late, and so, uh, you know, all the temperature or all the, uh, focus, uh, concentration has been on the PGA Tour and, and particularly with some of the storylines that have been coming out of the West Coast with, uh, blown lead after blown lead after blown lead. Now you're going to start your season, but you're starting it, you know, a dozen time zones away. Uh, there's no live coverage. Fortunately, Golf Channel, you know, it provide, uh, two hour, uh, uh, two-hour blocks for the LPGA uh, in the middle of the day uh, on tape delay, and so we were able to see the six-way playoff in Australia. And uh, any any television is good, but uh, it is a little bit of a uh, uh, it, it's not it's not the smoothest start because of the time difference and and the fact that uh, everybody else is uh, you know particularly now is starting to focus on Tiger and Phil and Luke Donald is making his first U.S. Uh, appearance this week, and match play is next week, et cetera, et cetera. And we have the Champions Tour, uh, which was in Boca Raton last week. Corey Pavin with a big win. With a, with a, with a big win and, and probably the best left-handed turn the, turn the club upside down shot uh, that, I, that I may have ever seen. Uh, he was in some serious trouble at 14. It could have been a momentum change. Uh, he had just grabbed the lead from Mark Kalkovecchia and, and sent it uh, rolling over the uh, green at number 14 down a hill and into a hole next to a tree next to a root. So he had no stance, had to hit it left-handed, and plucked it clean and, and got it within five feet of the pin, managed to save par, uh, a, a big par save for Corey Pavin, and a big first Champions Tour victory for Corey Pavin. And they move on to the uh, Ace Classic over in Naples. Uh, you going to be there, Jeff? Uh, we'll not be at, at that one. Um, with uh, the things that we're doing to uh, kind of get ready for the, uh, for the Florida Florida Swing, Swing. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take this weekend off. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the big tour is hitting the... Uh, in the state in two weeks, so it's That's right. uh, coming, and, and, coming soon. And with Tiger announcing that he'll be at the Honda, I imagine that's probably put a little extra uh, work on your plate. Well, it, it's 
it certainly uh, changed the planning for, for the Honda Classic uh, and the start of the Florida Swing. Uh, we're, we're going to kind of refocus uh, what we want to do, talk about that a little bit later in the week. But uh, we're going to get Tiger now for three of four, I believe three of four, Florida Swing events, both of the South Florida events. Of course, he's a South Florida resident now. But I don't think that the Honda is going to affect his uh, – his appearance at Bay Hill, uh, as we become accustomed to, because he's not going to play four weeks in a row. So Tampa is out. He hardly ever plays the week before a major. So Houston is out. If he doesn't play Bay Hill, he would go into the Masters off of three weeks idle or, or just practicing. And I don't think that's the way that uh, he would want to prepare for the first major of the year. Uh, totally agree. So that's uh, that's good news for us. And uh, any particular extra coverage you're going to be doing that you want our listeners to know about, or where they should be checking in as we hit the Florida swing? Well, uh, we're gonna we're going to uh, do our usual uh, advance on the Florida swing. Uh, probably will be a little bit more Tiger centric than we thought. Again, because he's going to be appearing uh, at, at three tournaments in the state instead of two, and. Fort Lauderdale being our sister market now in the uh, in, in the Sentinel realm of things, uh, uh, they're definitely excited about it, and uh, it's uh, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a good four weeks. It, it, there's a there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of good competition going on. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how Tiger gets up off the mats and and, and uh, you know how long does he does he uh, stay in contention at match play? Uh, how does he handle PGA National? Uh, Roy McElroy is coming to the Honda Classic. Darren Clark is coming to the Honda Classic. We're going to start seeing a lot more of those big names as we do the run up to the Masters. And that, that's why the Florida Swing is in such a great spot on the schedule because everybody's trying to get ready for the Masters by playing in Florida. No doubt, no doubt. Have you had a chance yet to do a sit down with Sean Foley, Tiger Swing coach? I, I have not. I, I did uh, do a little walk and talk with him at the PGA show. Uh, the week that uh, that was going on, Tiger was in Abu Dhabi at the time. So when we were talking, things looked pretty good for, for Tiger, maybe getting his first full-field tour win uh, over a stellar field at the time. But we uh, we know what Tiger did on Sunday, uh, kind of lost his lost his rhythm and, and uh, let Robert Rock chase him down. But uh, uh, I am sure that uh, we will be seeing more of Sean Foley as uh, we act- actually get into the Florida swing. It's a... Uh, Easy drive for Sean to go down to uh, to Jupiter or to Palm Beach Gardens, and of course, uh, should should uh, things happen as expected, and he'd be at Bay Hill from the short drive for Sean. Awesome. Well, Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel, one of our favorite golf insiders, who will be giving us everything we need to know about the Florida Swing when it hits here in two weeks. Jeff, we'll be looking forward to talking to you and uh, getting all the scoops. Thanks so much. Thank you. And listen to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN. We've got much more coming up. Stay with us. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M-Series models. Offer expires 1031-11. 
We all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the Full Release Reverse Grip from Field Golf. The Full Release Reverse Grip gives you a correct tour player-like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it, and you will too. The Full Release, sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers, or buy online now at fieldgolf.net. That's fieldgolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. 321-303-9684. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing. And then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Back to Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, in the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. And, um, you know, Pebble Beach, looking at those views, Rich B. Were you, uh, were your little bunny slippers just kind of happy dancing? You know, that's one of those top five golf courses that you always wanted to play in, uh, you know, uh, no matter the cost. Uh, you know, I hear the rumor is it's not uh, that in, uh, cheap. You know, you got to bring it. You, you know, you go to that golf course. You know, you got to get a shirt, you got to get a caddy, and you got to pay some, uh, you know, somebody to let you on, whatever. Uh, but it sure would be a trip to play that golf course. It's just beautiful. Well, it is. Um, had a chance to play it, and um, I am certain that it's probably twice the cost of when I played it back mm. uh, 15 years ago or so. But here's a man that spent a lot of time out there at Pebble and was there last week, and we haven't talked to him in a while. One of our favorite golf insiders, Barton Capella. From PGATour.com. Hey, Barton. Hi, guys. How's everything? Really great. Really great. Um, Want to get your thoughts on uh, some of those putts Tiger uh, missed on Sunday, particularly that one on 18 that almost flew into the ocean <laughs> from three feet. Uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, he's he's. Blaming uh, he's blaming the putter for a lot of the problems, but I I think it was more than that. Uh, you know, he talked about how how good his ball striking has been and was, and you know, I'm not so sure that's the case. I think that uh, I think that, that talking about the putting maybe glosses over some of the problems with his golf swing still. 
Yes, and you're a guy that's covered him for a long time for your former gig, a long time columnist and writer for the Detroit News. And, you know, I, Faldo was kind of calling him out before they left the telecast that, um, you know, he said if, if he goes into the media center and blames us all on his putting, he's got to really look in the mirror. Uh, what, well, that know? tells you how much Nick Faldo knows because, uh, he wasn't going to the media center after that round, after shooting. After shooting 75, he wasn't going to be doing any interviews. Well, I was actually surprised at his graciousness, uh, you know, on, on camera as he came off the green. Given uh, tiger, the tiger that we know, yeah. Oh, I think this is definitely a different tiger. Uh, not only is his game different, but I think a lot of, a lot of things about him are a little bit different, I believe. No, no question about that. Uh, what, what, share, share some other insights uh, along that line. Well, I think I think what we're seeing now uh, a, a bigger issue is is not is goes beyond the physical nature of what he's doing. I think right now he's having a mental problem uh, as far as his golf game is concerned. And remember when he was at his peak, all we talked about was this is the strongest individual uh, the game has ever seen mentally. Samson. Samson. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's all we talked about is how much stronger he was mentally than everybody else playing the game, and how how he willed himself to victories, and how he willed himself to be better than everybody else. I think I think now his problem is 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 mental. I mean, I think he's having a mental obstacle right now in terms of trying to get over the hump. And who would have ever thought we'd be saying something like that about Tiger Woods that he wasn't mentally strong enough to get it done? But if you look at the last few uh, tournaments, uh, that's what's happening. This is two tournaments in a row when he was in the final round. He was poised in a position to win. And uh, he shoots 72. And then at Pebble Beach, the final round was 75. That's not Tiger. And I think I think anybody suggested that just ball striking or just putting. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. There's more to it. I think, he, I think he's, he's got... Mental obstacles now, I think he knows. Remember in the past we used to say that he knew they knew that he knew they knew that he was going to win all the time. Exactly. Right? Yep. Now it's different. Now it's all turned over. Now they look at him and say, oh, we don't think so. You know, you don't have as and, – and, and so that's, that's one of the things that's really different about this Tiger. You know, it's an individual sport. It's much like tennis, you know, where you have the number one player for a long time, you know, and, and eventually guys start to catch him, start to get to, you know, catch on to him, you know, find a weakness or whatever. They tracked, they've tracked Tiger down. And you're right, Varden. The hard part for Tiger right now is to get the ship right and get going in the right direction. I mean, uh, uh, individually, you're right. And then his next hurdle is his mind. You know, he's, you know, he's got the game, he's got the physical tools. Uh, you know, well, the, the maybe, not quite, maybe not quite to the same extent as he did before. But one of the things he said Sunday, which, as I was listening, it was, oh, I, you know what, I, I just, I'm not sure I heard that right. But uh, when somebody said it had been two years and you know five months since he'd won on a, on tour or since he'd won, he said, well, no, I just won in December. He meant he meant his tournament out in California, and there's something about that that. I don't want to say bother me. It was kind of sad when Tiger Woods has to defend his ability to win by saying he won that that unofficial event, claiming that as a victory. You know that that just was very untiger-like. I mean, it wasn't the tiger that you know we know. Well, 
on the flip of the coin, a huge popular win with Phil Mickelson, and I bet uh, Lefty is happy to have an, an be back in the winner's circle because at 41, you know, I I think you start counting them. Well, you know, I uh, I was in Palm Springs at the Humana. Uh, I was at Torrey Pines. Didn't make the, didn't make the cut at Torrey Pines, but there may have been some extenuating circumstances there. And frankly, uh, in the three tournaments he had played, he hadn't played all that well. And he was kind of singing a similar tune. You know, I'm hitting the ball okay. My game is where I want it to be in practice. I just can't take it out on the golf course. But after you hear that three straight weeks, you, you kind, kind of think, ah, I don't know if I'm believing this. Well, then he went out and did what he did on Sunday, which really Sunday was an exquisite round of golf. No I mean, kidding. he just. Three I birdies mean, he, and an eagle? Whew. Yeah, I mean, it was. And, and it was more than just that. It was, uh, it was those two par putts that he made to save the round. I mean, uh, you know, after, after the Tiger's uh, hole out or out of the sand, then he just, you know, Drilled it looked it. like, it looked like there was going to be a two shot swing and, and he held a huge putt there and then he held another huge putt. I mean, it was just everything he did from the way he was walking to the way he was swinging the club that was really very impressive that, that, that's as good as you know i've seen him play in a long long time and and given the golf course look it wasn't set up as a you know u.s open pebble beach it was an at&t pebble beach but, but it's pebble it, beach it's still pebble beach and uh and it was a heck of a round of golf and it was very very impressive hey let's give uh, credit where credit is due here it's girl power Amy was with him for the whole weekend, keeping an eye on his boy, on her boy. So uh, I think actually Phil had to pay attention and do the right thing. It was like a big date weekend for them or whatever. And uh, it was good to see it. Uh, you know what? He deserves it. And uh, but he has not been playing his best golf as of late, like you were saying. I'll tell you, all I can say about uh, Amy is that she is quite a woman. Uh, she's always smiling, always gracious. Uh, with everybody, uh, just, just a remarkable woman, and you, you might be right. There might be something in that. And I loved her, her little whisper in his ear as he came off the 18th. You know, what, you know, what a round. Are you kidding me? I loved it. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Just yeah, rooting, was, rooting on her man. Yeah. I just, you know, I just like the way he, he controlled not only himself, but the situation. Uh, everybody knows, Tiger knew, Phil knew that that round was going to be turned be determined at Pebble Beach at the first seven holes. you got to play the first seven holes at three or four under par. And then, you know, Charlie Wee starts with a four putt. Uh, he's not going to be three or four under on the first seven holes. And and uh, Phil was the one who, who took it. I mean, he, he made, you know, he reached the second hole, uh, had an eagle putt there, uh, then birdied four and five, and uh, made the eagle at six. Pretty strong. Very strong. So, uh, Martin, where can our listeners uh, catch you on PGATour.com? They, they can catch me there. They can catch me on Global Golf Post. Ah, um, you're writing for uh, our boys over at Global Golf. Yeah, I've, I've been doing that right uh, right from the start. Uh, awesome. They asked me, and I said, sure. So, I, uh, in fact, I covered uh, the tournaments that I have covered out here was for Global Golf Post, in addition to my duties at PGA Tour covering the Champions Tour, which... Which is always fun. You know, and this is, this is, this is Varton's retirement. You know, I mean, come on, slow down a little, my friend. I'm busy, actually, I'm busier than I've ever been. I mean, I, I. You gotta love it. Yeah, there's so much going on, but it's kind of cool. It it keeps me traveling, it keeps me watching golf. 
keeps me doing radio shows, and they haven't forgotten. You know, the worst thing about retirement is they forget you. We would never forget you, uh, Martin you K. So we appreciate it, and we'll be checking back in with you. We appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Martin Capellian, PGATour.com. We love you. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 1080 ESPN. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel coming up for our last segment. Stay with us. Drive the BMW of your dreams at the price you like with financing you don't want to miss. Get to Fields BMW and choose from an incredible selection of certified pre-owned BMWs. Now with special 0.9% financing. Fields BMW, Winter Park, South Orlando, Daytona Beach, and Lakeland. Fields matters because you matter. Visit FieldsBMW.com. Offer valid with approved credit up to 36 months and excludes the X6 and M Series models. Offer expires 10 11 we all want more distance immediately. Now get a more powerful release and impact and increase your distance with the full release reverse grip from Field Golf. The full release reverse grip gives you a correct tour player like grip the very first time you use it. That means more power and increased distance. The pros love it and you will too. The full release sold at Golfsmith and other fine retailers or buy online now at FieldGolf.net. That's FieldGolf.net. Golfers, have you discovered the hottest golf ball since the Pro V1? Well, listen up. They're Chromax golf balls, and they're cooler and more colorful than Ricky Fowler's outfits on the PGA Tour. Chromax golf balls feature a reflective inner layer and translucent outer layer that make the golf ball appear brighter and easier to hit. Chromax's metallic finish reflects sunlight through the clear cover for unprecedented visibility, making it easier to hit the sweet spot, track the trajectory of your ball in flight, and make adjustments to your swing. Chromax golf balls are USGA approved and come in a rainbow of colors to suit every golfer's personality and playing ability. Lower your scores and put some fun back into your game. Chromax golf balls are available at your local Golfsmith stores or visit www.chromaxgolf.com. Are you happy with your website? Do you need new business cards, brochures, or promotional materials? Then you need GMSImage.com. GMSImage.com provides creative marketing concepts and dynamic graphic design. GMSImage.com is quick and responsive and will deliver your project on time and within your budget. Visit GMSImage.com. 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 321-303-9684. 321-303-9684. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble. We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, wrapping up another hour of intelligent golf talk. Rich B, you heard Clint on our little segue there. Clint was at Pebble. He always gets some time in the tower. Yeah, he's the king out there, Monterey Peninsula. Dude, what a nice little neighborhood that is. No joke. Kind of expensive address right there. Holly, you well, got to step it up a little if you're going to take me out there to retire. You think so? <laughs> oh, boy, we might be doing this show till we're 90. <laughs> um, but, hey, you know, we were talking earlier. What what an incredible Sunday. I, I think the kind of Sunday all golf fans were, you know, have waited for on and off. Phil and Tiger dueling it out on, on Sunday. And as we said earlier, Golf Channel, highest rated show ever, I think. And we've got our man Todd Lewis on the line from the Golf Channel. Hey, Todd. 
Guys, how are you? We are great. Yeah. Is that correct? It was the highest rated show ever? Well, yeah, that uh, Sunday, from what I understand, uh, that Sunday early coverage that we have and we will have this weekend from 1 to 2.30, uh, that 1 to 2.30 Sunday early round coverage on the Golf Channel was the most watched thing that has ever come across the airwaves of the Golf Channel. So we had a huge number, and uh, CBS obviously had a huge number as well. So for those people who say that... Um, Tiger doesn't that, move the needle. <laughs> well, Tiger is Phil, and uh, they, they, they just need to look at facts. So Absolutely. They, they definitely do. Absolutely. I mean, it was just... I, I, I Phil just... Spectacular round. I mean, you know, just, just, I mean, like a surgeon going around Pebble Beach. <laughs> yeah, he played really, really well, which is a little surprising because I was uh, in Palm Desert uh, and I was in um, Torrey Pines, at Torrey Pines, rather, when he just simply was not playing well. And it was surprising to him and the fact that he had really, really worked hard in the offseason. Um, as a matter of fact, he talked about that today in L.A. and the fact that he was expecting to you know, be in contention in both those tournaments, but he just just couldn't bring it to the tour in the first two events. But he was able to do that. Um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what was the bigger story on Sunday, Phil 64 or Tiger 75. And I go back and forth on that. But um, it was definitely an interesting day, and I, I think it sets up for a wonderful 2012 on the PGA Tour. I don't know, Todd. Tiger was slamming the back of the cup on some of those short putts like you, me, and Rich. <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. And Steve Sands, I spoke with Steve Sands, who was in our office today, and, of course, one of our great reporters at Golf Channel. And he was out in Pebble, and uh, he said to me, he said, and he's followed Tiger since, well, since he came onto the Golf Channel back in 2000. And he said that Tiger came out prior to his tea time, two hours, I believe is what he said. And that that's kind of unheard of from Tiger. He usually gets out there about an hour so he was out there grinding, and he was maybe was maybe even searching for something. I I think, and I agree with what Steve was saying. I think he is he's just he he's feeling the nerves under the heat, which is something that we are not used to seeing from Tiger Woods. He is searching for confidence when he needs it, and that is something that he had a giant tanker truck full of, and now he really doesn't have it. At least he hasn't in the last. Two events, and I, it's interesting to see how this is going to play out if he is in contention again moving forward. I think you nailed it, Todd. The uh, the putter, you know, if he, you know, when he missed that first uh, three footer in his in the beginning of his round, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty much toast. I mean, well, he's trying to figure out what to do with the putter, and uh, I think well, you know, it's not just his putter. If you don't mind, I, I mean, he lost. He wasn't hitting the ball as well in the final round at Abu Dhabi either. I agree. Uh, so, so he he played he, the last two events. If you look at his first two events in 2012, he played beautifully the first 54 holes, and then when it when he needed that clutch putt, when he needed that great shot, when we are used to seeing him do it so many times, he's not doing it. And that confidence that is lacking from him is really holding him back. He has an anchor, I believe, as far as confidence goes, attached to him right now that somehow he needs to sever that rope and get rid of that anchor. And I don't, you know, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to have to be a win. And, you know, and preferably a comfort behind win like Phil did. If he can do that, I think that mojo will be back in his mind and he'll have it. 
Well, you know, it's interesting uh, because, you know, Phil over the last few weeks, Todd, as you know, was saying, you know, he, he was hitting the ball well, uh, you know, w- what often sounds like just the right thing to say on camera. But, you know, Tiger saying the same thing. You wonder sometimes with these guys, you know, it's at their level of play, you know, they're they're moments where they know they're just, you know, a, a swing away from it all clicking. But what it takes to keep saying to the media, no, I'm, I'm close, I'm close, and yet, you know, then you see Phil pull off around like he did on Sunday. Right. I mean, it is, I mean, it seems like a fine line to turn a 72 into a 67, but it is a huge gap on the PGA Tour especially as deep as the PGA Tour is now. I mean, I, I don't know if we're ever going to – I mean, Phil won his 40th PGA Tour event. As strong as the Tour is now with these young players who grew up understanding now that you have to be an athlete because Tiger Woods demonstrated that as they were in their teen years. All, all these guys who are coming up with their bodies prepared, they've got great equipment, the depth of the PGA Tour, it is going to be – I think it's going to be a long, long, long time before we find a player, if ever, that's going to win 40 PGA Tour events again. So right. it, it, it is a deep, difficult task to win on the PGA Tour. I can't. I can't punctuate that enough. I agree. And when when you look at the all-time wins um, and you see, you know, how history has played out um, and where, you know, Tiger and Phil sit on that list you know, behind Jack, that I think that really um, makes you even more aware of how would somebody else get into that, you know, top five even of all-time well, wins. I mean, Phil Mickelson went 40 times in the Tiger Woods era. If he was playing prior, his, if he was at the prime of his game prior to 1997, he'd have 60 to 65 wins, I think. What do you think about Dustin Johnson? Uh, tied for fifth? Uh, thought maybe, you know, this, this might be his week? I, you like Dustin Johnson, don't you, Howard? I do. I, <laughs> I mean, do. You asked, you asked me about him just about every week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, the truth yeah, is out. Thanks. The no, truth she's is blushing. Out. She's blushing, Todd. Way to go. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he's, he's striking the ball better, but, I mean, it's a mental thing for him, I think, as well. He's still getting off that – he's coming off that knee surgery, and so he's still kind of getting used to not only his golf swing but the walking – and everything, but I, you know, he's rounding into form as well. I mean, he is one of those guys I'm talking about that makes it difficult to win multiple times, four, five, six times on the PGA Tour, like we've seen from Tiger Woods, um, a young, great, strong player that's going to be here for a while. So, yeah, it. And I would not count him out in L.A. This week. I wouldn't count him out any time he put the peg in the ground. Well, and of course, I have to give equal time to my other, you know, softy in my heart. Freddie Couples also playing this week in Riviera <laughs> with the boys. <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting week for Fred coming off last week, actually, in Dubai, when he said he'd be interested in uh, being a Ryder Cup captain. So now it's a little bit of a dilemma for Davis Love III, who is the current Ryder Cup captain. He would love to have his friend, Freddie Couples, be an assistant captain at Medina for the U.S. team. But if Freddie is named President's Cup captain again by the PGA of America and accepts it, then it's going to be very difficult for him to be an assistant captain on the Ryder Cup uh, team and a full-time captain for the President's Cup team the following year. So that's a little bit of off-the-course stuff that uh, that Freddie and Davis Love are going to have to deal with over the next few weeks. Luke Donald playing for the first time on mm. U.S. soil. What are your thoughts for his uh, chances this week? 
Well, he missed the cut here last week, uh, last year rather, in his first PGA Tour event. So I think he's got something to prove. I think he's mentally strong. I think uh, he yeah, he's tweaked his swing a little bit, didn't overhaul it. He's got some new irons in his bag. So uh, I'm interested to see how he's going to play. I think this is a a year that that you know I I think Donald he still is I I, I he's got to be the most overlooked number one player in the in the history of the game. He really is because we're talking about McElroy and Westwood and Time or more than we. Who are two, three, and four? Then we talk about Donald, in my opinion, and definitely talk about Phil and Tiger more than Donald. So, yeah, I think he wants to come out and make a big, big splash this year and win three or four times on tour. That's what he wants to do, including a major. So, uh, when is Ricky Fowler going to jump from fashion icon to a winner on the PGA Tour? What's your prediction there? Well, I don't know when it is going to happen, but I am looking forward to it because when that happens. I mean, he is immensely popular now, especially with the youth in our game as we try to grow the game. If he starts winning, his popularity may double. He'll not only win the youth, but also the 40-year-olds who could not wear that Puma clothing. Will start like, I mean, he's a great What are you great saying? Kid. What are you saying? Rich B comes in here all the time in those orange shirts. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not 40. He's probably 41. Hey, Todd is the best-dressed man on TV, and I can see him pimping one of those uh, Puma flat bill hats. Oh, totally. Well, I got, a, I got a Puma shirt, but I cannot wear that hat. Oh, my gosh. And uh, before we wrap it up here, who who's your long shot to, to hit the winner's circle this weekend? This week, you know what? I kind of like Jeff Ogilvie. Uh, Jeff Ogilvie, he's coming off a disappointing year. Um, he's played pretty He's played pretty decently at this track. He, he lives in Southern California now, and he, he was actually in the final few groups at Pebble Beach. But not be surprised because hitting the fairways, this is, this is a very tough golf course, the toughest par 71 golf course on the PGA Tour. And Jeff Ogilvie has a great mind, a proven major champion. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in contention come Sunday. All right. You heard it from Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Check him out, Golf Central. And we want to thank all our golf insiders, Bob Herrig, Martin Capellian, and Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel keeping us on top of everything every week. We'll be back next week. Keep listening. We love you. Bye.